Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 13 of Be With Me in the Book of James. And uh, I'm so glad that this podcast has a little place in your morning, uh, a place in your life. And uh, I hope that this is a great, or at least a good part of the use of seven minutes of your day. And if it's not, please write and tell me. Now, today's uh, title is going to be Teachers, Double Honor, Comma, Double Judgment. So here's the context of this. We're in James chapter 3, and he's going to go and talk about people that teach the word. And uh, then he's going to talk about the tongue, how the tongue can get us in trouble. This is chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. Here's the sobering start. Here it is. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. And then he explains, for we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, comma, able to bridle his whole body. So he says that not many people should become teachers because the judgment is stricter. So we're going to talk about double honor, first of all. So First uh, Timothy chapter 5, 17 says that let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. So we are supposed to single honor our elder type people and uh, double honor our elder type people, particularly those who have the gift and use use the gift of preaching and the tongue. So why is that? Well, we need it, but we're asking these people to step out in a way that is particularly risky for human beings. Um, that is, they can they're going to sort of make their living by their tongue, if you will. And it's the tongue that is the you know number one thing that gets us all into trouble. We stumble in many ways. And if you don't stumble in using your tongue, you, you, that's, that's a pretty uh, impressive thing. And then we find out that, th- that the Lord is so serious about this that he has a judgment which is greater for people that use their tongue uh, regularly and professionally. And the so the people that we're asking to help us and teach us and show us the way because we're sheep, they're, they're bearing a burden uh, on that and like almost like potentially heaping coals upon their own, uh, own head. So we're supposed to double honor these people. One of the reasons is because of the double concern that they have. Um, and then one of the things he's charging us with, the proletariat, is we should be double practically caring for these people. So we kind of end up with the thing at the end here is, are we double honoring or even single honoring those who are risking their neck by using their tongue on a regular basis for you? That is that they're willing to help teach you and get a stricter judgment for themselves. All right, so what do we know about the Lord's judgment? First of all, number one thing is without grace, nobody makes it. Nobody makes the cut. So I guess we're all in good company there. The second thing is that, that there are, you know, sequential judge, uh, judgment rewards and consequently uh, not rewards. We In verse 2, we learn that all we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he's perfect. So 
the the idea here, the image that he's going to come back to is bridling the tongue. So we the the big point is is we should have our money part of our lives bridled. That is put under control, put under uh, obedience. We should have our sexuality bridled, under control, under obedience. We should have our tongue under control, under obedience. We should have our unkindness bridled. We should have our idolatry bridled. We should have our anger bridled, put under control. We should have our dissension uh, put under control. And so what we're talking about here is bridling the tongue. And that is, do you live with control over your tongue? Does your tongue demonstrate an obedience? Is it characterized by obedience, being under control, being under authority? And we're asking a person to do as his job in the church to major in using his tongue on a regular basis. Um, and we all know that it's one of the greatest downfalls. And he's going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that a lot tomorrow. We're going to learn what the tongue is life. And, you know, frankly, it's not pretty. So it's a great pitfall for, for the world. And what we're asking a professional pastor guy to do who uses this tongue is to out-preach and, or maybe out-podcast his own character. That is, lean too far out over his own skis. Um, so there's all kinds of risks when you teach. Number one is that you you teach beyond your understanding. In other words, you just don't get it. But secondly, is that you, you're not able to communicate it. And, you know, have you ever driven home from church or whatever and say, hey, that wasn't very good or that sermon wasn't his best? But the real risk is uh, not just in your understanding, out, out understanding yourself. It's, it's going past your character. That is uh, entering into the world of hypocrisy. That is your words don't match up with your life. And we've seen that a million times in, you know, let's just say TV preachers, for example. And then finally, the thing that's super risky, that's just scary as anything, is the judgment of the next world, is that there's going to be an increased judgment in the next world. So practically, here we go. Number one, he's saying double honor the people that do this. At least it says that in Timothy. Uh because they're facing a double risk, people that are using their tongue. Uh, God's care for the integrity of his word equals greater judgment uh, in the, for the people that teach his word. The risk of these people is that they, t- they talk a good game without walking a good game. So the, if you look at the elder, overseer, teacher office, the qualifications are just brutal. Why is that? Because the Lord wants a good vessel that carries his word. And uh, specifically, he wants somebody that represents his word with a bridled character, with a bridled tongue. And the the very words that he's using to teach his congregation are the very words he's going to use to convict himself if words are his gift. So it's kind of risky. So here's the practical thing is, who's the guy that taught you this Sunday? And how can you practically double honor him? And in fact, let's even just lower the bar. You don't have to double honor him. Just honor him in a single way. Um, You can pray. You can fast. You can commit him to the Lord. Acts 14.23 says they did all those things, not to select the guy, but after they selected him. Why? Because he's going to need it. So today, go double honor the person that is your teacher, and that was your teacher this week. I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll find out what the tongue is like.